0: Welcome to Life Karma. Welcome. Don't be in trouble. trouble. Happy holidays. <laughs> no trouble. trouble. Feliz Navidad. Yes. <laughs> trouble, there's been enough trouble. For, oh my gosh, I've been in we trouble. We live in troubled times, don't yeah, we? don't we ever? Troubled oh. times. We had some trouble in the last couple weeks. We apologize for not... Not coming to our faithful audience and we can blame sharing blame. our thoughts. We can blame
1: me. It's okay.
0: Yes, well, blame doesn't do much. Oh, it's trouble. How are you, brother? I'm feeling much better. Good. You got the all-seeing eye, man. Life Karma Clarity Collection with the hat. I think that's bitching. Not like Illuminati, though. No, it's not
1: Illuminati. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Illuminati people.
0: How y'all doing, man? You guys ready uh, for... 2021 Mm -hmm. to say 2020 kiss my ass bye-bye now (laughs) yes
1: please please i am ready
0: for that to go bye-bye oh this has been the worst year ever it's been a bad year well the worst that i can remember at least yeah it's uh we were spending some time with Jake, Kim, and I. And he goes, well, fill me in <laughs> on the last, you know, because he's been in Africa. Right. And so we sat down, and I filled him in. He's like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> he's like, that adulthood
0: Yes. He's like, oof.
1: I'm like, yeah, Then we've had some heavy stuff we've had to deal with uh, mm, mm, the last mm, year. I just feel like, I was telling Emily, if we didn't have the crash in 2008, 2009 on the housing bubble, maybe this would have happened even faster. Maybe it seems like we need something in this culture nowadays. It's always like a nightmare. Yeah. It just seems like, hey, yeah. let's have a nightmare.
0: There's always some kind of tragic thing we have to go right. through. Right. It's like
1: ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, hey, think, let's have a tragedy.
0: Yeah, I think Nietzsche said that which does not kill us makes us stronger. And I'm like, really? Are we getting stronger
1: here? Yeah, I think. What about that which does kill us makes us
0: weaker? <laughs>
1: and I don't feel like we're getting smarter either. No, I don't think we're getting smarter. I think we're getting dumber. I, mean, I was just thinking about the Nashville bombing. Have you read much about that?
0: No, I've just read that it was a suicide bomb. and No, it wasn't. They, it wasn't? No. Mm-mm.
1: Anyways. They found body parts. They found one body part. But then, but what's funny is they've arrested a person of interest. So if it was a suicide bomber, how do you arrest somebody, a person of interest? Uh-huh.
0: It's
1: pretty interesting.
0: Uh, the, the press is saying that there are
1: six cops that cleared the neighborhood, and they're heroes. So. Well, there was also an RV 30 minutes before. Put, and you can hear the audio of this saying, leave, a bomb is going to go off. Oh, my gosh. Like warning people. Oh, my gosh. So they called in the bomb squad 30 minutes before this thing went off. Oh, wow. So, but anyway, it's just like, how much more weird stuff On Christmas Day, let's yeah. have a bombing on Christmas Day. And then the U of U, Ty Jordan, is it Ty Jordan? Yeah, Ty yeah, Jordan. Yeah, he
0: dies. He gets...
1: Some accidental shooting. At home. On Christmas 19-year-old
0: Day. kid. Yeah. Great athlete
1: just dies. It was terrible. I mean, I'm just like, how much more crap? And I understand some of that's local, some of that's national, but it's just like, how much more crap do people really have to deal with in life to like figure, I mean, it's not even, none of those things are their fault. It's for the people that are doing them, but none of those things are their fault. No, there's a lot of things that aren't your fault. I'm just like, goodness gracious. A lot
0: of times, uh, abuse, neglect that happens to children, definitely not their fault.
1: No. And it's just, and we don't even know how much of that's happened this last year.
0: I guarantee you, man. When when all settled, when all all the all is said and done, and the dust settles, there's all sorts of shit that's going to be discovered through this last year.
1: And there's going to be some HBO documentary. Yeah, I'm sure that outlines all. What was what was fact? What was fiction? What
0: was the real impact? You know, like what we haven't heard of. Let me tell you what I I'm really curious to see the data is the data on influenza you know influenza kills many people every year but you haven't heard about that no and you haven't heard about it at all at all and my my sense is um there's a lot of people that had died from influenza that they're they're calling covid and the the data once someone ferrets out the data they'll show that you know um the flu was dramatically reduced covid was really high but there's some kind of there's a correlation correlation there that no one's looking at and um and it's just it's just it's almost like i feel like the crisis has been um created manufactured instead of um well, naturally a, happening. I, I don't, anyway, well, weird. COVID's
1: a a type of pneumonia. Also. Right. It's a yeah. it's a type. Right? right. So, like, we know pneumonia kills a lot of people. It does flu kills yeah. a lot of people? Right. And I was reading some statistics yesterday that, like, well, some newspaper, I shouldn't say newspaper, some news articles saying, oh, U.S. deaths are up four hundred thousand this year from last year. And I'm like, based on what? Like, I don't know, like, if that's true or not. Like, perfectly four hundred thousand. I mean. I mean, where we at? Like three hundred thousand COVID deaths? Yeah, something like that. I think there's been twelve hundred here in Utah. Yeah, and then you have the the effect of people aren't going and getting their normal checkups and stuff. Right, like so that. people
0: are dying as yeah. a byproduct of COVID: heart attack, uh, stroke. All those things are on the on the rise because people aren't going into the hospital or not seeing no. their primary care physicians, not getting screened for things. Not, yeah, not getting screened for things. People are dying of cancer. Or cancer deaths. Suicide, suicide's up. Suicide's definitely up. That hit close to our home um, with suicide, overdose. Both of those hit in very close to our home um, this last year. And for all you suffering out there, we uh, we are sorry for your suffering. And, uh, we, uh, and we we know hope it's real. We know it's definitely real. And uh, we hope that you can find some measure of comfort in your in your sadness and, uh, and struggle. That's um, that's truly a, a mark of a wise and wonderful person who can go through their suffering and still find
1: goodness in the world. Sure that's amazing. That's a talent. Faith, faith is. is a talent. It is, I think it is. Faith is a talent. I was, um, <laughs> weirdly enough, I watched two movies over, it was Christmas holiday. The Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And Angels and Demons. I've seen that, too. So I watched both of those again. Oh, wow. That's pretty cryptic. Those stories are pretty cryptic. Well, then you know how my mind works. Right. Then I started reading and watching other things on Mary Magdalene, Illuminati. (laughs) So the rabbit hole went deep (laughs) in these troubled times. So have you heard of a a, a book written, um, Holy Blood, Holy Grail? no never have so this was written a um, long time uh, not a long time i say 90s i think anyways and it came up with a hypothesis because they accidentally found a bunch of stuff interestingly you know um uh that the holy grail was actually the bloodline of christ it wasn't actually like a Cup. Oh, it's like uh, some kind of his offspring. Kind of. Yes, his genealogy. Wow. And and there's a.
0: Well, I mean, I haven't got through the immortality key yet, and that sort of tripped my (laughs) ass out. Like I'm halfway through it, and I'm like, good grief. I'm like, okay, let's take some. Let's take the, the um, hedonistic practice of um, going to, uh, um, Lucius. Lucius and partaking of a, potion with acid in it, so that we can, (laughs) you know. That's the beginning of the modern day LSD or whatever. It's a modern day um, sort of modern day practice of uh, the sacrament really comes from Greek pagan worship rituals. Yeah, like, that tripped my ass out a little bit.
1: (laughs) The part that trips me out the most is that they've used it with cancer patients now.
0: Right, right. Micro doses of uh, LSD. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And people have come out better yeah I mean it's just weird it's fascinating I think, I think it really shows <clears throat> one thing that all of that has shown to me is how much our brains are really controlled by outside factors right um, There are things that impact your brain and the health of your brain, for instance,
0: oh, yeah, sleep yeah. and for instance oxygen you know for, ent-
1: for instance, nutrients they all impact your brain. How about, for instance, the military weapon that we came up with years ago that we're just starting to use? that shoots down noises into crowds or people or military of people screaming in agony and pain and stuff.
0: Okay. Where where you learn that? That's some, some trippy <laughs> shit. Let me just uh, let's just send some torment down there and <laughs> dude, look let's up. torment a bunch of people through the sounds dude, but how much of tormenting would
1: that mess you up. That would mess you up.
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure it kicks off your fight or flight yeah. response like a mo. A yeah, like like, profile yeah, yeah, like, like craziness. Boom,
1: you're like going nutty. I'm sure. Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, we we. I was that. going nutty last night at 11:30 and hear these crying and weird sounds and stuff. It was Hannah goofing around with her friend down in her room. I'm like, I'm like, here I am going like, wow, what the oh hell's going gosh. on? I'm like, she's goofing around with her friend. I'm like, let alone some. And in my sick mind, I'm like, oh, what's happening? It's terrible. Someone's dying. <laughs> someone's Someone's, someone's suffocating. I'm like, oh. someone's punching somebody.
1: Yeah, it was terrible. Um, anyway. But, yeah, we, we invented that weapon. Wow. That's fast. Shoots down. <laughs> I waste. wonder if I could use it to discipline my children. Oh, my gosh. It, you would feel like you're going insane. You think? I think so. Like, I wonder how much of, a, like, our brain and reactions to things is um, not, what the word I'm looking for, natural, but, like, um, Organic. Instinct. instinct. Yeah. Oh, In- yeah, yeah. Instinct. How much of it's instincts and how much of it is learned, how much of it's yeah. controlled. This is nature how, like, and nurture that. stuff you're oh, talking yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like... I can't imagine being in a war zone and hearing things like that. I can't either.
0: Like imagine the PTSD from like battle and people are
1: dying all around. But then on top of it, like, what if you're shooting down beams with like children suffering? Like just, I mean, that's horrible. I mean, it's horrible to think of, but like, it's like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. We live in troubled times, man. I, I hate that we even need war. I don't even know why we need war. If we just like everyone keep their own countries. Well, well, if we just block. get along, we when, just help one another. Well, when money becomes no object, you get bored, I think. And it becomes a power thing. It becomes a thing of, what do I do next? I'm bored.
0: Yeah, I mean, money is,
1: um, gives you power. Well, Chinese are now projected to have a stronger economy than ours by 2028, moving it up four years because of COVID. I'm like, the frick does that mean? Okay, so they have stronger economy, but the people are still. What's well, ma- I'm sure it's, made com- it's made up. It's social. I mean, like it's yeah. made up. Like they like how do you how do you really judge an economy against another yeah. economy that don't doesn't use the same principles? Yeah, you have no
0: freedom like of speech. You go to jail. You get killed. Well, you use slavery. You have indentured servants. i yeah. fine. They can yeah. have a better economy. Yeah, whatever.
1: citizens. Yeah, you know why you have a better economy? Because you pay them seven cents a day to like build iPhones or yeah, whatever to eat four pieces of rice. And Judas, craziness. I mean, well, whatever. Anyway. What shall we by? bring? Have you read this book? Yes. Years World, ago, I read that the book. The Road Less Traveled? Yes. He has a definition of love in here.
0: Oh, let me hear it. Scott, M. Scott Peck, one of my favorite kind of authors. Yes. This,
1: yeah. The Road Less. More than 7 million copies. I, I yeah, didn't even like, know about this book. I mean, it was printed. I read it years. I read it 20 years ago. I was going to say. it's been, It's the 25th anniversary, yeah. this one. Uh, I was looking for the original date. 1978. Yeah, it's old. It's old book. Beautiful book, though. Beautiful book called the road less traveled a new psychology of love traditional values and spiritual growth Ooh. first of all he says love doesn't exist and then he gives you um he gives you his definition <laughs> he's talking about romantic love by the way sorry i just find that there's seven words for love in the greek language he, yeah he talks about that in here and i'm like yeah thanks i mean samory taught me a agape is yes yeah, brotherly me love. Me love yeah I'm sure he was um Eros, philia, agape, mm-hmm. yeah, perfect love, imperfect love, and so on, he says. All right, so here's his definition of love. The will to extend one's self for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth. I like that. I think it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty deep. That yeah, is it's pretty deep.
0: deep. Sort of connected to spiritual growth. And, well,
1: he connects it to spirit, I mean, yeah. flat out, because then he goes into it. Yeah,
0: My definition is really simple. I like it. I just say love is to look for the good. Look for the good. Don't look for the bad. Look for the good in situations, in people, things. Just look for the good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, still, you wouldn't that, say that. Still, that. Like, yeah,
1: I still don't think it exists. I mean, I, whatever. I mean, but I think that was interesting that he connects it. It's the first time I've heard like an expert psychologist basically connect it to something spiritual. Right. Right. Very interesting. Like right. that. Cause he doesn't really believe in romantic love, falling in love, all those BS things. Okay. Cause was, falling in love is like connected. He was like, basically sexually. It's just, um, sexual desire. Yeah, you just want to like make children.
0: Yeah. Mate procreate. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah.
1: It was really interesting, but I was thinking about that. Do we really care about others spiritual growth or do we even believe in spiritual growth? I think that's a huge issue in 2020. What is spiritual growth?
0: What does it I think mean it can be a lot of
1: things? Does that mean your faith increases?
0: Does it mean you have more hope and faith and I think it's the belief in something that
1: you you can't know that you don't physically know yeah it's, it's something it's intangible there. right but it's there so it's the feeling you get when you're around family that you know that you really deeply care about it's the feeling you get i think. Uh, w- no matter what religion you are, when you feel that oneness kind of with nature, that spiritual yeah. feeling. So some of our
0: other uh, podcasts talk about consciousness. I'd say that being one with the universe is spiritual. You know, increasing your consciousness is spiritual in its
1: nature. Maybe it's because it's our is metaphysical. Yeah, our, yeah, maybe it's because our, our consciousness or intelligence, something that's always existed, always will exist is in in, in almost a spiritual form. Right. Well, I mean, I I just think it's
0: a good way to describe spiritual to me. It's like, because the difficult to describe it,
1: right? It's difficult. I was trying to think of the Latin word for, I want to learn Latin, but. um, Let's do it together. I want to learn Latin too. Yeah. For spiritual. I like wonder where it like goes back to, but I mean, I, I would agree that no matter what you consider or anybody considers spiritual, you need it in your life. And I think that's something has been hugely missing um, from the world in 2020. And I, what I love, and this is another reason why I brought up watching Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons, is I love that in Angels and Demons, Dan Brown is trying to make the argument that science and religion can go together.
0: Yeah, I actually believe that true science and true religion are the same. Right. And that's what we're taught in our for That's spiritual, to me, I'd say spiritual <clears throat> and physical. Right. The nature's God and the laws of nature are the same,
1: right? Like, or, or like, they um, operate within the same realm under
0: the right. same rules, right? On the same rules is good is a good, is a good description. But, um, you know, live life, living life without a spiritual component in your life, without nurturing and growing your consciousness would be a real tragedy to me. Oh, it'd be a horrible tragedy. Yeah. I'm because like, You're what? missing a part
1: yeah, you're missing meaning. I mean, like to me, that's where meaning comes from all that stuff. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if a lot of people agree with that. I think some, I mean, you and I both agree on that, that the spiritual part, there's meaning to it. But I think a lot of people that take, that don't believe in spirituality take the meaning from having children or having that relationship with a spouse or having a purpose, like a work purpose or, you know, a bigger purpose than themselves. And I think sometimes we're using the same words as spirituality and and also that meaning. But I think a lot of people take it. I mean, when you have a child, it's just something different. Do you know what I mean? Like the, like you don't really don't care about yourself as much. Right.
0: Well, you created another human being from your own.
1: I've thought about it so much. Like, why would that freaking matter? Like, what (laughs) is it honestly that connects you to that? I mean, because we're, we're selfish by nature. So having a child and actually caring makes no sense. Logically. Well, unless you want to
0: continue your...
1: But why would you?
0: Continue your family. But continue why would you? your existence
1: what's the point? as a human race. Right, but what's the point? I mean, like, if, if we're naturally selfish human beings, why would you even want to do that? It wouldn't matter. I mean, like, it doesn't logically, like, in a sense... Oh, I always thought about this way, too. Like, what if... That's <laughs> so weird. But like, what if you're, cre- like, for me, I have four boys. I'm like, in a way, creating my competition in the workforce. Am I not? That's just really weird. How much you're passing on your wisdom that your father passed on to you? I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm looking at this from a logical standpoint. No, you're absolutely right, and I believe that way. But I'm, but I'm thinking from a, there's something. That's why I'm going back to the spiritual. There's something there that connects you to your children because logically it makes zero sense that you would care.
0: Well, I mean, logically it just makes sense to make a bunch of money and do whatever the hell you want in your life and not to leave a legacy
1: or live with... That's what them. I mean, yes. I mean, your children are part of the legacy you live. You leave. Well, they are, but like at the same time, it doesn't make any sense. Like if, if you're truly looking out for yourself first, yeah, it, it wouldn't make any sense to have children. Or to care about the children.
0: Well, I think initially that's what people do is they look out after themselves first and then they get bored and they <laughs> want to leave some kind of legacy or some kind of, some kind of um, impact and they, they want to make their mark in the world. It's just our nature.
1: Our, it's our natural desire, tendency. Right, but there's so many examples of uh, parents that don't care though either. Oh, absolutely. Terrible. A lot of terrible So, what are out they day. missing, though? Are they missing the spiritual component? Or are they missing the, I mean, what are they missing? Wait, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's something, there's something as a parent sometimes that either people miss or they get it. And we know which is better, right? I just read on this professor, I can't remember what college he's from, saying that um, he can tell that boys in college do better that come from. Uh, households that had strong fathers, like that cared, that were involved, that, you know, taught them things. So there's obviously some kind of spiritual slash logical component to all of it. Yeah, my kids have done good in college, I'm, and I've been very involved in their lives. Right, and I don't know if mine will, but yeah, like, I imagine but my, my point home. is like, but there's also a point of agency too, right? Like, mm-hmm. They get to choose. Right, but it, I'm just like, what, what? It has to be the spiritual component that actually connects me to my children that makes me care because logically I should not care. Well, I
0: mean, I think there's a very strong com- uh, connection between
1: God as our father
0: and we're the father of our children. There's some kind of creative um, creative connectivity. Your children carry your DNA. They're part of you. They carry on your legacy.
1: Um, but like, if Elon Musk didn't have children, he would still have a legacy. Yeah, he would have a legacy that that you know he'd have a legacy,
0: but he's it wouldn't be realized in people until until I mean, and
1: genetically it wouldn't be his well, genius. Well, genetically wouldn't it wouldn't be. be, but every other way it would be. I mean, he's had an effect. You no, say, he's yeah, he's had an effect. No right? doubt. And I oh. guess
0: if you believe in uh, AI, that you know. You could harness his brain and his oh, memory. Right, and that's a whole freaking
1: other rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm like, oh my where
0: does consciousness start there? That's some trippy shit. Well, where does consciousness start at all? I mean, like, it's self-awareness, I guess. Yeah, it all starts with awareness. Yeah. Everything begins with awareness. Ignorance is the enemy of choice and change. And awareness um,
1: requires you come out of ignorance and you learn. And I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out here is like... Are you not truly awake or aware when you have children and you don't care?
0: Well, I mean, I have friends that decided not to have children. And they seem perfectly happy and they're...
1: Well, happiness they have, is a whole nother thing.
0: Right. Well, they, they seem to be very productive and doing mm-hmm. good things in the world. Man,
1: I just can't figure out why... I can't, I can't put my finger on it other than spiritually. Why I would care about my children's... And I do, and I just try to figure out, you know, you just want that answer sort of
0: Yeah, it's because of love, dude. And you're not going to, you hate that because you don't believe in love. But like, you love your children because they're part of you. Your parents loved you because you're part of them. And and your kids love you back because you love them first. I see you love your kids all the time for someone that doesn't believe in love. Like, I'm like, I see you do things, gestures, because love's a, a verb, right? It's... It's an action
1: word. It's. Can fear play a part in it? Of course, fear can play a part in it. But I mean, lo- like, what if you? I mean, like, you try and raise your kids so good because you're fearful that it might be look bad on you. Yeah, that's weird shit. I don't. I've never had that kind of
0: fear. No, I'm always I'm afraid that they're going to get hurt.
1: Yeah, but I'm just wondering. I mean, like, I think that's
0: real for some people. Oh, I'm to- I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Some people just have kids to clean the house and shit. Yeah. It's very <laughs> or, true. <you> know, <laughs> Just to have their servant, to, to create servants. Who knows, man? I'm, Kim and I, um, we had children out of love, and our kids are some of the biggest joys in our life. And the, the Old Testament says, great shall be your joy and your posterity. But
1: what do you have greater joy from? Your, your marriage or your children? Probably my children. Really? See, I'm like, I can't wait to get rid of my kids until I can hang out with Emily again. Yeah, but then guess what happens? What? She wants to hang out with the kids? No. Oh.
0: It's called grandchildren, which we have. And then Emily's going to be spending the time with the grandchildren, and you're still going to be occasionally thought of and mostly ignored. That's the reality of life, man. I'm just I'm living that damn reality right now. You
1: know what sucks is you're right, and I don't like to think about <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> so you better like your kids because you're your second fitless. You You became the second most important person as soon as your first child was born. I think,
1: <laughs> I think, oh my gosh. I don't know.
0: That's a look. hard, I'm still trying to get over that after 32 uh, years. I'm still having problems with that shit.
1: I think I want like my daughter-in-laws more than my sons.
0: Well, you'll spoil your daughter-in-laws. They'll just worship you because you buy them shit. Yeah, that's all I'll do. Just like my daughter,
1: Hannah's like totally spoiled by you. Let me ask you this question. <clears throat> this is so, do you ever, have you ever bought a gift for your wife and she doesn't like it, or it doesn't fit. Whatever, she takes it back. Do you ever spend less money on the new item? I feel sometimes. I, no, it's never happened to me once. Yeah, because <laughs> That's where every time she takes something back, it like gets more expensive.
0: Oh yeah, of course, because she she likes nice things. Yeah, but it's like Kim. Kim would be the opposite of that. Kim is like, well, I'll just take know, it like, back and let's cash. get the money. Yeah, give me the cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Different people have different. Different things, so uh, so you know what sad. living in troubled times has to be hard on marriages. I mean, to bring that up, like think about how difficult. Uh, you you told me. Um, I looked at a national t- statistic that said since March, divorces are up sixty percent, forty percent. I can't I remember. Know. It's yeah, big. It, it's, it's like been, it's been between thirty and sixty. Yeah. Thirty and sixty percent. They're up because the harder things get,
1: the more people bail on their marriage. I know. <laughs> But then, but then are you bailing on your kids? Well, sometimes you are. I know. It's just, see, this whole kid issue has been interesting to me. I don't know. Anyways, but it's just, but yeah, they're up. They're way up. People, I think people are realizing, I think there's been a lot of self reflection during COVID. Yeah. And some people have taken it the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Like I'm sick of this crap and I don't like you anymore. and I'm out.
1: Or somehow my life is going to get better if yeah, I find right. myself of you. Right,
0: you're you're on where my problem starts. Right, right. Like they don't do any inside that. out stuff. Like we're you know, heaven forbid it's me. Heaven forbid it's, and my my big problem is that I know it's me. I know I'm effed up. <laughs> <laughs> like I know most of my problems in my family are caused from me. <laughs> Just uh, so you know, people, it's me. It's my complex
1: <laughs> PTSD from my childhood. <laughs> you're All my not, issues. You like speaking to your posterity. Yes. Guys, those stories that they tell about me when I'm gone, it's, they're true. They're true. there. And I didn't mess things up, but. Yeah, but my sure, intention,
0: my heart was good and I had good well, intention. But but I, I sure screwed, loved the hell out of everybody. I did, but I screwed <laughs> the pooch half the time just trying to be.
1: Maybe that's why you're always trying to make everyone else better. Maybe. I'm just trying to get better myself and bring people with me. I know, but I don't think... I think that you truly try to make other people better before yourself. Oh, maybe so. I don't know.
0: There are worse things, you know. Is that a weakness? I don't know. It could be. Is that a strength? It It could be a strength. What do you guys think? I don't
1: know. I'm not going to ask you if it's a strength because I won't mess with you as much. I'm going to ask you if that's a weakness.
0: (laughs) I'm starting to... You know, my texts are getting different to Brian. He starts... Like at church today, we're having a lesson over Zoom and... He starts texting me, and I purposely start texting him back with bizarre, strange things, questions, questions, just to piss him off or get him. Get, well, he's starting to push my buttons, but Bracken here is starting to learn how to push his buttons. It's sort of funny that I can um, play the game with him a little bit more because um, usually Trishie, he's you know just jacking with me all the time, and you know. It's just fascinating. <laughs> Looks like you're reading a book. Well, I was here. just
1: thinking. I was just thinking.
0: What's like, this book here? Making <clears throat> Sense by Sam Harris. Or? Yeah,
1: conversations on consciousness, morality, and the future of humanity. Oh, wow, that's some light reading. <laughs> you Dude, read some serious shit now.
0: Now I'm going to have to get into this book, and it's going to mess with me, man.
1: Well, he has a podcast. Now this guy had the most fascinating. 20 30 minute podcast right after the election, about two weeks after, and he brings up the issue of um, almost in a way forgiving the 74 million people that voted for Trump because they need forgiveness, right? Yeah, in a way, yes. Okay, <laughs> so I know, I know it's fast because
0: he lost, but, I don't but, know.
1: but then he keeps talking <clears throat> and he's like, The world, America is truly splintered, like, well, it's Trump truly splintered cut in half. And, and it's a war basically on consciousness. Now there's a lot of things I didn't like, I didn't agree with that. He said, and there's some things I agreed with that he said, but, but what the takeaway I took from it was he, he brings up AOC specifically and says she wants to make a list of people that help Trump and vote for Trump work for Trump. And he's like, well, we know where that leads. Yeah, because she wants to imprison him, put him in the Trump prison. That's a Hitler thing. Oh, totally a Hitler thing. Yeah. And so what was interesting, and he even said in there, he's like, listen, I'm not super excited. Why don't we make a list of who voted for Kerr? Yeah. Well, what about those that vote for Bill Clinton? Because I don't think morality was a great thing for him. No. (laughs) So, I mean, like, once you start making lists, you only make a list for one reason. Yeah. To, to punish. To punish people. That's sure. it. And so. Well, isn't yeah. Trump
0: not signing this uh, COVID relief thing to punish some people?
1: Oh, for sure. Punish the inter- uh, internet company. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. There's so many things I don't think that we truly understand or see that are going on with yeah, all so of that. It's so complex. It's so uh, messed up. I mean, did you watch that video that Trump, when he vetoed, said, in the 600 bucks a person's not enough? Right, he grand. says two grand is what they need. But did you hear what he said at the end? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm completely off news. I'm like, I hate news.
0: I'll never, I mean, news is just ridiculous. In <laughs> case you're wondering, news people, <laughs> yeah. you're terrible. All of you are terrible. If I could
1: flip you all off right now, I would. Yeah.
0: You are not serving the American people or the people of the world.
1: no. no. Neither side, right, left, whatever. Yeah,
0: give me a break.
1: So he says this fair at
0: the end. and fair and unbiased information. Bullshit.
1: Fair and balanced. Fair and
0: balanced. Whatever.
1: <laughs> so, but he's he said this at the end of it. And he's like, I'm sure the next administration will take care of this, and the next administration. Maybe my administration.
0: Oh, so he's already <laughs> jonesing for president again. Well, like, saying, good grief, like, dude! I'm
1: like, come on, dude! Like,
0: can you just relax here? Yes, you sure. got beat by eight million beat. votes. How many votes did he get beat by? Like a lot.
1: A lot. Well, but oh, more, but then more again, than, the, more than Hillary got beat by.
0: Yeah, but but then again, you know the the voting system was all fraudulent. I guess that's the oh, answer yeah, to right, that Right.
1: I just <clears throat> want to read this part. So he, 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 he interviews. Oh, this Metzinger guy from Germany. And he talks this. I thought this was really fascinating. Um, he asked him this. So Sam Harris asked him, How old were you when you learned about the Holocaust? He's a German guy. He's a talking. German guy, but he's a neuroscientist. I'm right. pretty sure. Let's see. He's an um, analytic philosophy of mind, applied ethics, and philosophy of cognitive science. He's a senior yeah. research professor at Johannes Gutenberg University in Germany. Uh, on theoretical philosophy director of a research group on neuro neuroethics and neurophilosophy uh, so very brainy yeah brainiac dude. a lot of a lot of letters a lot of titles but I think it's on neuroethics I think is very because they're going into how much AI or control those kind of ethics oh yeah very cool very very yeah. in, interesting information so, but they get off cool. on this tangent of the Holocaust because he says how old were you when you learned about the Holocaust he says I was 10 when the, when the little scholar in me was awakening and I was getting interested in the books on my parents' shelves, Hmm. I noticed there was one book they put up very high because they didn't want me to see it. So of course the next time they were out, I put a chair on my father's writing desk and reached up there. I can just picture this little kid putting a chair on his desk Mm -hmm. to get up there. Right. Um, And reached up there. It was a photo book called the yellow star. And there I saw bulldozers pushing piles of corpses into mass graves and photo documentation of medical experiments on Jews um, with phosphor burning away their flesh and stuff like that. I vividly remember the feeling. It was like the invisible ice cold hand slowly enveloping my heart. That was the moment when my childhood ended. Oh, my gosh. Because you realize the nature of man can be brutal. Yes. He goes on. He said, when I was 16, I was still firmly and honestly convinced that I had been born in the worst country in the whole world. There's the aftermath. When you ask your parents, how much did you know? And they all say, we didn't know anything. And then you ask the other school children in the school, school yard, and they all say, my parents also say they didn't know anything about this. And then you ask your history Teachers and they will tell you, don't let yourselves be fooled. Almost everybody knew, of course, they did. And it's just fascinating, it's called
0: rationalization. People rationalize for their own existence,
1: yes, for their own survival. And he and Messenger talks about the German idealism. He says, The urgent question was, How could this have happened? and Harris says to him, An intellectual and moral autopsy. Yes, he says. So it's an intellectual and moral autopsy. It's not, let's punish ourselves. It's how did this happen and how do we prevent this? Intellectually, morally autopsy of the situation. But I think too much in, as a society today, we see things that are wrong and we want to somehow fix it Throw money at it, throw services at it, throw something at it, but we don't do the correct autopsy, the moral and the intellectual autopsy.
0: Right. So the lessons learned from the, the shitstorm. Right. 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 Like no, no, that's being done.
1: And that's what I'm saying. In 2020, there's so much. It goes back to that divorce thing. So much self-reflection that wasn't self-reflection. It wasn't a moral intellectual autopsy on ourselves really? it was on everybody else right everybody we wanted to push yeah. all that on everybody else i think
0: I, th- I hope i don't butcher this term but um i think uh council my counselor was telling me about the anesthetic uh, stress load that people are carrying and what happens is neurologically we all can take a certain amount of stress and then we lose our shit right yeah so he was talking to about i'm like simple things just setting kim or me off and and he says, "Guys, your your stress loads are super high, and um, and the slightest thing can send you guys reeling because everybody their barriers to to stress are, you know, it's chronic stress over time, and your anesthetic load is so high that just the slightest things make you lose your shit." And um, so I'm like, "Okay, what do we do there?" And and you know you know he's he's given us some things that we can do to reduce that stress load and. and yes. um, um, you know you can do use cbd you can meditate you can you know you can isolate you can you know listen to music there's, there's all sorts of stuff you can do yoga and but even then um, the load's so high it just it's it's neurologically just fr- frying people intellectually right. it's frying your brain frying your soul frying your spirit
1: it's just it's just ripping you apart so How do you deal with that? Yeah, I think that's part of the... When they say moral autopsy is a spiritual autopsy, too.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Kim and I... So it's less about the events now, and it's less like... That just sent us over the edge. So now we can have a conversation that's like less less than, oh, you're a terrible person, and how could you do that to me? And it's more like, I know we're both having really high loads, and that was just a... That's something that happened because we're both... Stressed out of our right. minds, so now we can have a narrative and a conversation that's not attacking each other. Man. We have a we have a narrative that just clears the clears the the plate and says, you know, the, the problem is out there, not not in us, right? So we just need to understand what's happening to us is bad, but, but we can respond and and be good. You, you, we can do good things even though this is shit storm is happening. Right. That's really hard to do, though. It takes it requires discipline. And a lot of effort, man. A lot of effort.
1: Well, yeah, because you have to self reflect first. You have to to do a self autopsy. I really like the word autopsy because you really have to, using that word in my brain at least works because you really have to break things down. It's like
0: Michael Jackson's song, Looking at the Man in the Mirror. Man in the Mirror. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Asking him to change his ways.
1: That's an autopsy.
0: That is an autopsy.
1: And and when you have, they're not easy.
0: No. Because they require self feedback. And no one likes feedback. Like, yeah, you are a piece of human shit. That's look I'm looking no, in the mirror and I'm looking no. at this doofus piece of shit human being. How can I overcome that and become a better person? You know, sooner or later you gotta come to grips with how much of an a hole you are and and move move forward because, you know. Or it could be like me and you just realize you're an a hole and you're fine
1: with it. Yeah, you're not fine with it, though. You're trying to be a better person. <laughs> well, you're yeah, working person. on things every day. Well, yeah, a better person, but not, not not in general. I think a better person, I think I'm still an a-hole.
0: Well, I'm an a-hole, but I'm still trying to be a better person. The two are they're
1: not but Can you be connected. an a-hole and a good person? Sure you can. Okay, well, then we're okay. You mean a-hole to strangers? You mean a-hole to
0: strangers? We're on the way. A good
1: person to your friends and family.
0: <laughs> 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 I know people like that all the time. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, you know, people that are a-holes and good to their family. Are you an a-hole at times, but yet a good person? That's
1: a powerful question. Well, it's, it's always about your own uh, definition of a good person. Yeah.
0: The beginning of wisdom is
1: the definition of terms. <laughs> so what
0: does it all mean?
1: But I thought that was it. I thought you would like that, the, the moral, I mean, yeah, moral.
0: Yeah, moral autopsy. I think a lot of things can be learned from this notion of... Um, deconstruct or autopsy or just lessons learned all that stuff and taking a moment uh, in troubled times you know that's a really good way as we're as we're sort of getting the end of our our podcast here one of the i think this is a really good way to couch this kind of living in troubled times is is um what can be learned from these troubled times Mm -hmm. how can we be better from these troubled times and how can we avoid the mistakes we made uh, because of the trouble times in the future, those are really three powerful questions.
1: I think it too. How
0: can we progress in trouble times? Right. So, what have you learned in 2020? What are some lessons that you've learned in 2020?
1: Uh, I like human act, human interaction more than I thought. Right. That's a great lesson. Yeah. You've missed me more than you thought. Yes. I've just like. <laughs> you ignore my text until you, they, until you don't. And listen, then. Listen, you can talk to any friend I have. I ignore text. When I'm in a rabbit hole, I am stuck. Oh, I know. Until I am done. Yeah. That's why I, I, uh, I
0: double down. So this is what happens. When you're in the rabbit hole and you don't respond to me, yeah. I double down. I'm like, I'm bringing gifts over every day until you freaking call me. or you. Yeah. You've discovered that you like human interaction more than you thought. Correct. Right. What have you learned? Okay. So what I've learned is that sometimes life sucks and you just got to deal with it.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know what I've learned except for, you know, suffering happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. What I've learned once again is don't ever say it, can, it can't get worse because it always can get worse because you can have a pandemic and then you can have an earthquake and then you can have riots and then you can have suicides and, and um, overdoses. Strain. Then you have a new strain of then whatever. Nashville bombings. You have bombings like it can always be worse. What was that
1: one bombing of uh, in that other country that was horrible? It looked like an atomic bomb. Do you remember that? Oh, one? Oh yeah,
0: it was. Um, yeah, it was a gas. It was supposed well, to I be. I don't like know a, what
1: it was, but like that was bad. That was bad. Wonder happened. it was. Belarus. I don't know. Yeah, it was bad. Don't pull me bad, on bad, that. Bad, bad,
0: bad. It's like six city blocks were leveled.
1: Oh, dude, the videos
0: on thousands that. thousands of people were killed. Jeez. There's a lot of bad shit that happens out in the world. But that doesn't necessarily have to keep you from doing good. That's a good lesson.
1: Yeah, no, and I think if, if Trump would just come out and say that aliens exist and that we're working with them, I think a lot of things would be yeah. solved.
0: So what what do you think would happen if, if, if Trump became like a decent human being and like apologized for being an asshole and just like I ate some he, crow a little bit? But I bit. think
1: he thinks he is a good human. Well, I mean... I mean, uh, well, sure. If he's like, and all
0: narcissists think they're good but human that's beings, my point
1: is like you're not going to get him to say it because that's course what like. I mean,
0: when I'm president me, again in four years, I'm like, like what are you going to do?
1: But trust like, me, what? Biden thinks he's a fantastic human being. Listen, you don't get to politics that high
0: and not think you're the
1: yeah, and, and creamed
0: not, out cream to the cream, Not only
1: that, not think that you don't have anything you need to get better at. Yes, yeah. so. <laughs> you so,
0: you're it's the true.
1: leader of the free
0: world. Yeah, leader of the free world. Alleged, alleged free world. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, maybe this week you guys can ask yourselves, what you learn this year as you're saying, uh, as, you're, as you're kissing 2002 goodbye or kick it in the ass goodbye, whatever you want to call it. Flipping at the bird. Flipping at the bird. We can double bird it. <laughs> yes. And uh, look forward to 2021. What are the great lessons you've learned? Please let us know in our comments and our mm. podcast comments and all Send that. Send us whatever messages you yeah. want. Troubled times, man. Be safe out there. Be safe. I'm going to have a wonderful, don't,
1: wonderful. Don't be too much trouble out there. 2021. Man. Jeez. We'll see if we learn anything this year, right? Worry,
0: worry, worry, worry. Worry just will not seem to leave my mind. SB out here. Life Karma out. Yeah. Peace.